is Thursday, October 27, 2022, and Carrie Lake takes massive 11 point lead in Arizona as Herschel Walker takes the lead in Georgia, as Lee Zeldin and Tudor Dixon come neck and neck in Michigan and New York, respectively, and Blake Masters is within striking distance in Arizona, and Adam Laxalt is going to be the next senator from Nevada, and Marco Rubio is pulling away in Florida, and Ron DeSantis opens up a 20 point lead in Florida, and everything is looking glorious for Republicans in 2022. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, we bring the energy this morning because there's such good news. It's weird. What's it like to be a conservative and to win? Well, the losers who ran this party for the better part of the last 30 years don't know what it's like to win. They certainly don't know what it's like to represent you. They don't know what it's like to listen to their constituents and to say, oh, wow, you want to build a wall? Oh, you want to ban drugs from coming into this country? Oh, you want a strong American dollar? You want to put America first? You want to bring back American manufacturing? Oh, wow, you want to topple communist China and the other evil regimes around the world instead of getting rich off them with your cokehead pornographic kids? No, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't do oversight of social media. We can't stop PayPal from banning you or from fining you and stealing your money. No, we're not going to do that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do big tax cuts for corporations. Is that good enough? Then we're going to join hands with Democrats. We're going to sing and we're going to bend over. We're going to bend our neck and we're going to lick Nancy Pelosi's uh, uh, crap stained heels of her stilettos. That's what Republicans have gotten for the last 30 years, the last 30 years, you've gotten bitch Republicans who have done nothing for this party, who have sold us out to communist China in order to get rich. You've gotten Republicans who have lied to you. Uh, my perfect example, which I always like to use, and before I get into these 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 polls, because we were doing a polling special today, we're going to bring you through exactly how triumphant the Republican agenda is right now and exactly why the Republican agenda is romping across America. Uh, the reason I uh I'm talking about the old Republican Party because the old Republican Party was all about controlled decline. It was about being a loser and being a loser gracefully. And there are still these rotted corpse like edifices of this cancer inside of our party. And we need chemotherapy. We need the hot, delicious radiation of the America first agenda and of the MAGA agenda in order to kill this cancer that has uh, thankfully been in retreat inside of the body of the Republican Party. The cancer is of permanent losers, people like Karl Rove, people who wish to bend over and to lick the boots of their Democrat masters, and people who are perfectly happy, like Mitch McConnell, to sell America directly out to China, well, because he gets rich off it, you know, and he's old. And so you got to make a legacy somehow, so you might as well betray your country like a traitor. These people are the ones who've been betraying this party, who've been lying to you. And here's a couple perfect examples. They fundraised for decades off of literal decades. Obamacare was passed in what? 2000 and 2009, right? 2010, 2009. Uh, Obamacare was passed and then Republicans fundraised for decades to repeal Obamacare. Republicans actually repealed Obamacare many, many times in the John Boehner led House of Representatives. They repealed Obamacare like 200 times, knowing that, of course, Barack Obama would be like a veto and it would never pass the Senate. Then in 2016, 2017, effectively, we give them the House and the Senate and the White House. 
to repeal Obamacare. And what happens? The cancerous corpses of corporate republicanism reach out from the grave and destroy the capacity to repeal Obamacare. They lied to you. There was no plan. They never wanted to repeal Obamacare. They never wanted that fight. And of course, John McCain, there you go. That's what you get. And that's what Republicans have always gotten. They've gotten candidates like Jeb Bush, control decline, please clap. And I'll end by saying this. They've gotten George W. Bush, who uh, brings great uh, pity and shame upon the Johnson household because I supported George W. Bush, young Republican at the time, 20 years ago. And I was like, oh, okay, George W. Bush, it's really good. Pay, oh, Patriot Act, well, I'm patriotic, okay. George W. Bush was there as a sleeper cell. He was there to put us to sleep. He was there to pacify Republicans and to pacify the freedom-minded people in this country and the patriots in this country and to put us to sleep and to get us to march along with the leftist and globalist agenda. George W. Bush did more to sell us out to China did more to open up the markets for China, did more to erode our civil liberties than any president in my lifetime. And you just got to come to terms with the fact that you were lied to. George W. Bush went and masqueraded as a pro-life president. Now, let me ask you a very simple question. What is the anything, give me a a thing that George W. Bush did that is pro-life? Can we do the, can we do the Jeopardy music right now? Yeah, okay. Maybe we should get that on cue. There is nothing. Let me answer, cut you to the quick here. There is nothing that George W. Bush did to be pro-life. Nothing. In fact, when his reluctant Supreme Court nominee, because he had, he had nominated someone else instead of Samuel Alito, Samuel Alito ends up being the Supreme Court nominee and Roe v. Wade gets overturned. George Bush is silent George Bush has released like 10 press releases on George Floyd, but he's released zero press releases on Roe v. Wade being overturned, the greatest evil in American history. And by the way, um, if you cared about George Floyd, and if you cared about George Floyd's death, then you should also care about the death of 30 million black babies in the womb. Seems logical, right? You could connect the dots there. But George W. Bush can't. And so George W. Bush, with his leftist wife, and his globalist cabal of buddies, Dick Cheney being uh, chief among them, sits down in Texas and fumes over the fact that people can't murder their children writ large. And he doesn't say anything positive about it because he lied to you. The masquerade is over. The LARPing is over. The live action role playing live. Let's make a new term. LARPing. Live action Republican playing. Here we go. This is the new rhino. The LARPing of these people is over. They were no longer able to masquerade as Republicans. We are going to demand action. We are going to demand that you do something for us. This is the time where you either stand up and perform the duties of an elected official by making sure that you are listening to the consent of the governed, and then you are governing the way that we tell you to, or you get kicked swiftly in the nutsack. That's how it's going to work from now on. And that's what this program is built on. And that's what the new Republican Party is built on. And so somebody who's been taking a sweet stiletto that has desert sand on it, that has a cactus needle in it, and then kicking directly in the nutsack uh, those in the corporate press and those inside the racist Democrat Party all across the Southwest is glorious and wonderful friend of the show, Carrie Lake, who has just absolutely run the greatest campaign we have ever seen run in the history of 
following politics. Now, we say that because of what Carrie Lake was up against. She's up against the strongest headwinds possible uh, inside of Arizona. She's up against all of the corporate media who loathe her and hate her and spend a ton of money to try and get her to try and not get her elected. You got to remember how corporate press works. Corporate press is a political action arm of the Democrat Party. They pay for reporters to go down to Arizona to like mock Carrie Lake, okay? And to like ask Carrie Lake fake questions, okay? If we had continued with that, if we had continued with that Tucker Carlson clip, you'd see they're fake. I mean, they're fake. Tucker says it directly and it's true. These people are ghosts. They're just political action arms. They're not journalists. They're political action arms for the Democrats. And they pay money to reporters to go down and to harm Republicans. That is what you see when, when you when someone says, I'm here from CNN, I'm here from MSNBC, I'm here from ABC. They might as well be saying I'm here from the uh, Blue Progress Action Pack and I'm trying to harm you. Don't talk to those people. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Lake just came out yesterday. Well, of course, she didn't come out with this poll. This is an independent poll. Carrie Lake, a poll released yesterday. Absolute bombshell destruction. I'm talking like irradiated. We're talking about the radiation that kills the cancer inside the body. This is the type of a nuclear warhead that actually kills the cancer inside of the body politic inside of the Republican Party. I got a family member who's really bad at balancing her budget. And as a small business owner, I've helped her go through her line items and see what her expenses are at the end of the month and help tally them up so that she can stay on budget. She's on a fixed income. And so we help her out. Now, I was shocked to see the amount of money that she is spending for her and her kids to have a cell phone plan. It's one of the first things we did to help her hit her budget every single month is to adjust that wildly inflated bill for cell phone coverage. It is the year 2022. This is one of the number one ways that you can save with your bills. And you got to save because you can see what's happening to the economy right now. You can see what Joe Biden is doing. You got to protect what's yours today. Step one, I told her was switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk, America's most reliable 5G network, and you don't have to sacrifice coverage for a fortune every month. I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you know how much you pay. It's going to be hundreds of bucks. With Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's real saving, and it can go to cover groceries, gas. Pure Talk has never raised their rates, and they're run by patriots. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter the code Benny, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com and enter the code Benny to save right now with the company that I trust with my business and my family, Pure Talk. This is a poll. That shows Carrie Lake up 11 points on racist Katie Hobbs. Sweet hallelujah, swing low, sweet chariot. Carrie Lake's coming for to carry me home. Here's the news clip on said poll. New poll shows the race for Arizona's governor is widening. And Carrie Lake is pulling ahead, according to Insider Advantage, which is doing the polling for us here at Fox 10, it shows a former news anchor, Republican Carrie Lake, leading Katie Hobbs now by 11 percent. That is kind of an outlier, but it's an 8 percent jump since the poll two weeks ago when they uh, commissioned a poll. Lake continues to trend high among older adults and Hispanics. Boom. Older adults and Hispanics. I mean, this is true of the data from Florida. Do you know that the Hispanics in Florida are 100% in favor of the migrant flights? 
for Ron DeSantis. Not 100% flavor. The, the clear majority of Hispanics here in Florida are in favor of the migrant flights. And if you parse that out, the data, the foreign-born Hispanics are more in favor of it here because Hispanics are based and Hispanics love Carrie Lake. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Carrie Lake on Hannity going in on exactly what she's going to do as governor. This is why she's winning, people. It's garbage. I'm old fashioned. I believe in reading, writing, math, history, science and computers and the golden rule. You can teach the kids, you know, love God and your neighbor as yourself. Yep. If you're a public school, you can't mention the God part. OK, treat others the way you want to be. And we do need to bring God back into our society. We really do. I'm just going to say that. Our state motto is God enriches. God enriches. And we need this. Katie Hobbs doesn't even want our state motto in the classroom, probably because the word God's in there. And this is what's happened. When we push God out of our society, out of our culture, out of our homes, out of our hearts, look what's happened to America. We need to bring God back. We really do. And so. All right. We've got to take a break. I love it. We need to bring God back. Look at what happens when we push God out. And what happens when we push God out is, well, you get a candidate like Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is the absolute perfect distillation of the modern leftist cat lady. She is like you couldn't write her better if you were a screenwriter in Hollywood for the modern meal for one microwaved at night. Watch Rachel Maddow sitting in your sweatpants with your cats all around you, lady. She is the miserable, iconoclast, leftist woman. This lady is the distillation of um, the, like, gray porridge that you would get inside of, like, a prison, all right, for breakfast. It's just, like, the, the slop, the, like, gray, the, 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 the gray sludge. She's so bad. And she's so embarrassing to herself. She runs away from the press. She's a convicted racist. They had to pay millions of dollars in or to, to a black woman on her staff that she refused to pay an equal wage as her white employees. Katie Hobbs, of course, is clowned by Project Veritas across Arizona. And Katie Hobbs is just terrible on every conceivable issue. And now she is collapsing inside of this all important state. Democrats needed to win this state. They needed to win this state to keep up the charade that there was some type of blue wave that was growing in the Southwest. Now we're going to show you how seats in California and Oregon and Seattle are in danger. It's actually the opposite. It's a blue recession. The tide is going out, not in in the Southwest and all across the country. Beautiful things. Carrie Lake has taken a commanding double-digit lead in Arizona's gubernatorial race, while GOP candidate Blake Masters neck and neck with Mark Kelly. Insider Advantage poll, sponsored by Fox 10 and Phoenix, so this is a local poll, much more important than a national poll. Wall Street Journal goes out, or the Washington Post goes out, and they poll. They don't know how to hell to poll these people. These local polls are better. It shows a 54% likely voters are backing Lake. Former newsacre, uh, for the station, while 45% are supporting Hobbs and about 2% of respondents are undecided. The Republican is reportedly polling better among older demographics and Latinos. Boom shakalaka. While data progress poll, this is a leftist poll released earlier in the day, showed Lake was up four 
Insider Advantage numbers indicate that she has blown the contest wide open with 13 days, now 12 days today, 12 days left, and she's growing her lead. U.S. Senate race is a statistical dead heat. Of likely voter respondents, 43% say they are voting for masters. 45% say Kelly. The thing about having a strong governor's candidate at the top of the ticket is that you're going to bring forward all of the rest of the candidates. So if people are going to go in, a lot of people are going to go in and vote for governor. They view the chief executive as an important position. This is why turnout is always higher during presidential races. And so the people are going to show up in order to vote for a governor. They're going to do this in Georgia for Brian Kemp. They're going to do this in New York. They really care about who is the governor of their state. People care about that because that that chief representative can really make their lives hell if they choose the wrong one. You, of course, saw this throughout COVID. And so people are going to flood the polls for Lake. They're going to roll in for Lake. And what's going to happen is while they're in that booth, they're going to be like, "Uh, yo, I also like uh, don't like the way that the country's going. And I don't think that Joe Biden should have more power in the Senate. So let's go, Brandon, Blake Masters. This is a huge indicator a huge indicator for the Blake Masters victory romp here inside of Arizona. Because if you bring in these kind of numbers, if Carrie Lake is like a, a double digit blowout, well, then it's going to float all the boats. It's going to happen here in Florida. I'm in Florida right now. We live in Tampa. And Ron DeSantis is going to is open up a 25 point or 15 point, depending on which poll you're looking at, lead over Charlie Crist, uh, human uh, Q-tip hybrid, and you are going to then see the waterfall effect there where people go in to vote for DeSantis and maybe they don't care about Marco Rubio and Val Demings and they're going to be like, ah, Rubio, I don't want Joe Biden to have more power. I'm here. I'm here to vote for DeSantis. Also, again, FJB, bam, Rubio. So that's how it's going to work. And this is what's going to happen with Blake Masters, who was on the show yesterday. And that, that sweet, beautiful man needs to become a senator from Arizona. He is so pissed. U.S. Senate race is a statistical dead heat. Man, this is very, very bad because Democrats have spent like tens of millions of dollars on Mark Kelly. Masters has steadily surged in the race despite major fundraising disadvantage because of uh, scumbag uh, and compromised uh, uh, Chinese party affiliate. Mitch McConnell. Uh, we believe this race is within a point in either direction, and there's still a good chance that we would lose, a Democrat source told Politico. And it's important for people to understand that. So they are sounding the alarms. They are saying, ding-a-ling-a-ling, now is the panic time. And it's a disaster. It's a mess. We've played you the Fetterman clips from yesterday. Uh, it's not going well. The breakdown becomes even more clear when you go into the Cross tabs at Real Clear Politics, which we shall do right now. We're very, very uh, excited. We've been going through the data. We don't often do big data shows, but here we go. You got to see far more than just like the pablum and far more than just like our open excitement about this issue. You got to see exactly how these things break down. So let's start from this morning. This is live right now on Real Clear Politics. Why do we like Real Clear Politics? A couple of things. And I just want to do a shout out to my, my boys over there, Tom Bevan, who's in charge of Real Clear Politics. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Real Clear Politics is starting a uh, truth in polling initiative to try and disincentivize bad polling. 
You ever heard the term throwing fuel on the fire? This is exactly what our federal government is doing with inflation. They are adding to inflation. They are trying to make your life worse in order to keep power. That's why the consumer price index right now is increasing yet again. The stock market is in total turmoil and our leaders are spending more money. That's exactly what Joe Biden is doing, spending more money to destroy the American family. Spending more money to turn down inflation is literally the opposite of the thing that you would do if you wanted to actually solve inflation. So what can you do about it? Well, you can text Benny to 989898 and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit to protect your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Have you ever uh, looked at your IRA over the last month or two? What's going on? Have you looked at your 401ks? Ladies and gentlemen, now is time to invest in gold. Do not let the left devalue your savings. Text Benny to 989898 and claim your free no obligation info kit for Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold in a tax sheltered retirement account with Birch Gold and Birch Gold has an A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you do it. They helped my family and boy, it is a comfort. Go gold, ladies and gentlemen. This is wonderful. What happens is polling, just like journalism, is super PAC for Democrat parties and for corporate Democrats. So what they do is they put out fake polls. They put out ir irrelevant and fraudulent polls in order to try and boost Democrats, in order to try and deteriorate and degrade Republicans. They did this during the 2016 election. Remember when they said that Hillary Clinton was going to win 40 states? Do you remember when they said that Joe Biden would win Wisconsin by 50 points? And Michigan by 30 points. This is in order to humiliate and to degrade and then also to set the, set the stage, essentially, for the Democrats to go out and claim early victory, right? Or like push these polls and to dissuade Republicans from ever showing up. So Real Clear Politics is starting an initiative to stop that from happening and is going to be very transparent in how they do their polling, and they're going to start weighting these polls uh, for their accuracy. God bless them. So we will continue to use Real Clear Politics, ladies and gentlemen, and the polling is delicious. This is the Real Clear Republicans plus two down there in the corner. You can see the generic congressional vote. There you go. Look at the steady gains. Look at the steady gain. This is like the steady climb and now the rocket ship here at the very end. This is what you want to see. The stuff in April doesn't really matter. The stuff in July doesn't really matter. And Democrats tried to erode that victory. And now you're seeing the skyrocket once more. That is exactly what you want to see. Here's the battle for the House map plus race changes. Real clear politics, polls and election map. We're going to see big swings here through the country. See those red districts? These are essentially the swing. These are the house and battleground districts here. These are the swinging districts. And where are they swinging toward? This is the projections. Democrats, 175 and Republicans, 225. Those are the projections right now. Toss-ups, 35. There's that many toss-ups, man. Look at all the blue. Look at all the blue states in the toss-up category. All around the nation. Look at that. Maine, Nevada, New York, inside of blue states, California, Illinois, New York. Again, you're talking massive blue states. Oregon is in there. It's all in toss-up territory. You're looking at the Red Kingdom. Here we go, baby. It's romping time. 
Look at all of the red swinging districts there across the nation. This is going to be a major, major romp. And it's just a bad position to be in right now. Joe Biden has nothing to run on. Battle for the Senate. Let's go. GOP, 48. Democrat, 46. Toss up, 6. These are all important races here. This is going to be a massive battle inside of states like Nevada and inside of states where you have major contests like Georgia. Herschel Walker is up in Georgia in some polls. That is shocking. Ron Johnson, who was supposed to be losing in Wisconsin, is now up by nearly double digits. Rubio, who's supposed to lose to Val Demings in Florida, that's right, they were projecting him to lose, is now up by double digits there across the board. You are seeing toss-ups in Arizona, Georgia, New Hampshire, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, but now Dr. Oz is taking commanding leads after the dumpster fire that was the John Fetterman debate, and we are seeing huge gains in Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, the governor's races are so important. Governor's races, it cannot be stated more full-throatedly how valuable it is to have a chief executive who can set the narratives, who can set the standards for these executive offices. So when it comes to unlimited mail-in voting, unmonitored drop boxes, mail-in voting for absolutely no reason, insecure elections, the crazy the the crazy and, and frankly, illegal ballot drops that happen that you've seen across the nation, these kind of things happen because of lax laws. Let me tell you where it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in states like Florida where they're prosecuting election crime. Ron DeSavage has opened up an election crimes unit, and now he is putting people in jail who commit election fraud. That's how it works. That's how we roll. So this is the way... And the chief executive is the person who decides that way. And so these elections are incredibly important. Governor of Michigan, this is a state, again, where you have absolute and total, like, unremorseless uh, broken election systems. It is just egregious how elections are run in the state of Michigan, how COVID was run in the state of Michigan. And it's all done under Big Gretch. So here we go. What does the Michigan breakout tabs look like here for governor? It shows that essentially unknown candidate, Tudor Dixon, who is like coming from nowhere. Now, Trump endorsed her. So that's a huge boon. But she essentially came from nowhere in Michigan, is running essentially within the the margin of error on these polls against Gretchen Whitmer. Big Gretch up by three points. Now, Tudor Dixon is a rock star, and she will be joining this program very soon. ALX can probably tell me which uh, which is the exact which is the exact day uh, that she will be joining us. But she'll be joining us very, very soon, as will a number of other candidates, Carrie Lake, Adam Laxalt, and so on. Tudor Dixon is a rock star, and the way that she performed during her debate with Big Gretch was spectacular. And the way she performs with the press is Equally spectacular. Check this out. Tudor Dixon, after the debate, cool, calm, collected, kind of like the Carrie Lake of the Great White North. Check it out. Clinton, the governor forced people to get vaccines. Can you clarify that comment? Michigan never had a mandate. Um, I was talking about her Vax to Normal program that said if we wanted to have our freedoms and liberties back, that we had to get to a certain percentage of people that were vaxxed. Tudor, Zach Gorchow from Dog Warden Service. You've been critical of um, schools remaining closed. But as governor, what would you have done 
for school districts, their school boards decided we are going to remain in a virtual posture instead of going to in person. What could you have done? What would you have done? We saw other states like Florida that said we are going to have schools in person, that that's critical, and that's what we should have done in the state of Michigan. We saw schools, we saw other states opening their schools, and the children were safe, and they ended up having much less learning loss than the state of Michigan. Chuses Dixon, Samantha Rich from the Michigan Daily. Um, Governor Whitmer kind of stressed her record of bipartisan collaboration, and I'm just wondering what your plan is to work across the aisle. Yeah, it's interesting that she talks about that because there are actually legislators that she's never met. So I would sit down with our legislators and meet with them regularly. I was wondering if you could clarify what content you would want removed from public school curricula and how that would impact sex education in schools. If you've been talking to parents, they are concerned about the content that is pornographic in our schools. Wow. Whoa. And we haven't seen a lot from Tudor Dixon. We haven't covered this race a lot. There's only so much that we can cover. There's only so much that we can do on the show every single morning in an hour. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached out to Tudor Dixon. We uh, are in contact with her people, and she will be coming on this show to explain to you exactly what a badass she is and how the government of Michigan has failed their people. Man, I mean, remember, in Michigan, they locked you down. They put a barber in prison, I think, or at least find a barber for opening up his shop during COVID. Meanwhile, Big Gretch and her husband are able to go fishing on their lake at their vacation home. You remember that? She has a carve out for her husband during COVID. Everybody else has to lock down. All the kids have to mask. Everybody needs to go to jail or to sit in their homes. We were there during the COVID lockdowns, man. It was wild. We actually did a uh, we did a special up there in Michigan. It was insane. It's evil, evil, vicious tyrant. And so what happens next is the people of Michigan hopefully, prayerfully remove the tyrant and replace her with Tudor Dixon, who is just an, an incredible, just an incredible job there. And what she's talking about with pornographic materials is inside of the uh Inside of the Muslim area, there are like large Muslim populations in Michigan. Uh, I I don't know exactly what part of Michigan, uh, but there are large Muslim populations. And these populations are furious about public schools having essentially sex books, pornographic books uh, distributed by child predators uh, inside of their facilities. And child predators masquerading as teachers, these people should be in prison. And they, if you, if you were to walk up to a child and to hand them uh, pornographic material, a smut magazine, well, then you should rightfully go to jail. There are laws against that. Uh, but somehow these teachers get away with it. No, 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 no. Sorry, freaks. You deserve to go to jail as well. And the Muslims and the Christians and the Jews and the people of all faiths are actually gathering together to say, stop tormenting and perverting our children. Stay away from the children, you goblins, you brain-dead freaks. Thank God. Thank God. Well, Tudor Dixon hopefully will win the Muslim vote. Carrie Lake is romping with the Hispanic vote in Arizona. And uh, ALX is telling us that Dearborn, Michigan, is the seventh most uh, populous Muslim population in the U.S. per capita. Yes, Dearborn. I don't know why I couldn't come up with that. Okay, so what's going on in Arizona? Let's jump into the crosstabs here in Arizona. You're seeing Kelly up only a point in a race that he should be winning by double digits right now. Blake uh, Masters was on the show yesterday to talk about exactly why he is the 
rising. Look at that. Look at that down there. So Blake is shooting up in the polling. This is going to be a massive net effect as people go in. Look at Mark Kelly's lead get absolutely whittled down to nothing. It is so close in Arizona. If you're watching in Arizona, get out and vote for Blake. Breaking this morning, PayPal is reintroducing the $2,500 fine for misinformation. If you say something they don't like, they'll literally steal money from your bank account. Close your PayPal accounts. We talked about this yesterday with Blake Masters. He really had to say. But I have to ask, because of your history with PayPal, your thoughts on this deplatforming and fining for people's free speech, tech oligarchy. Jack has been obviously experiencing enormous amounts of censorship, as has our show. How can you help us continue to fight for a just free landscape? We are not asking for any privileges. We are simply asking for freedom and for a basic playing field that is level. Get me in there, man. I'll join forces with J.D. Vance and Josh Hawley, right? We need a digital bill of rights. We need to restrain these giant tech monopolies. Uh, I don't want to regulate small or medium business, right? But past a certain point, and if you own this digital infrastructure, if you're Google, you shouldn't be allowed to disproportionately uh, censor Republican uh, candidates' fundraising emails, right? You shouldn't be allowed to put your thumb on search results and plan our elections. Facebook, Twitter, I think we regulate these companies more like common carriers, you just force them to be open platforms. You ban by law their ability to discriminate against people because of their political speech. And with any you know bank or bank-like institution like PayPal, uh, you just force them to be open platforms. The idea that a bank or that a, a you know a non-bank lender can can find somebody can literally just steal their money because oh we saw something you posted in support of Steve Bannon on Facebook can't do that. No, that's uh, that's totalitarian. And we can get in there and we can actually block it. We need to keep the marketplace free and open and, and meaningfully restrain big tech. It's a, it's a top priority of mine. Boom, baby. Unban ALX. We shall begin. Why not begin right now? We don't have all the assets created, but we shall begin our crusade through the mountainside in order to get ALX, the executive producer of this show, unbanned on Twitter. You can, of course, follow ALX on Instagram and Getter and Truth Social, but he was wrongfully banned on Twitter, and Twitter is under new, delicious, beautiful management of Elon Musk. He walked in with a sink yesterday, and he said, let that sink in. As he walked into Twitter headquarters, it was an absolutely magisterial move by Elon Musk, master troll and master executive of CEO. His, his new bio says, chief twit, and that chief twit should bring back ALX, baby. We're going to start a crusade. The crusade in Arizona continues apace. Carrie Lake, rock and rolling, plus three points in all of the Real Clear Politics Advantage polls. Look at the data. Look at that down there. Look at that split. You want to see the trajectories. You want to see the angles. If you're investing in a stock, you want to make sure that it's on the right trajectory, not on the wrong trajectory. And so look at Carrie Lake shooting up there plus three points. And of course, we're using real clear politics. We're using this because it is the average of all the polls. So it doesn't mean that we're cherry picking anything. Real clear politics does a great job averaging out polls. And now real clear politics is going to start weighting polls based on their accuracy. So these jackals inside the Democrat Party that pay to say, oh, Katie Hobbs is winning by 20 points. Because they polled like three people inside of a nursing home. Yeah, that, that's going to go away. And so we're going to say yes to these polls. We think that they are the most accurate on average is the average of these polls. 
And so real clear politics, well done. Nevada, what do we got? Laxalt is up. Our boy, our boy, Adam Laxalt, popping off. Ladies and gentlemen, he's up on sitting Senator Kathleen Cote-Demetrio. And again, look at the look at the trend there. Very good trend. Very good. You're seeing Cortez Masto get her lead eroded, and then Adam Laxalt pops up, and now he's jumping back up again. It cannot be better. Governor of Nevada, again, the most important role in the state. Cannot be said more. The most important role in the state. Joe Lombardo and Steve Sisiak. Steve Sisiak is the scumbag who closed down all of Vegas. And cl- like Nevada has, of course, massive tourism industry, ma- made everyone mask in Vegas, closed down all the casinos, robbed people of their living, robbed people of their dignity, did it all for uh, to get, I don't know, political bonus points from Nancy Pelosi. I don't know why. But Steve Sisliak is hated in that state. And Joe Lombardo is absolutely crushing there. You can see, again, the trend lines are super good for Lombardo, who's up a couple of points and good for him. Pennsylvania governor, our boy, our boy, Jack Posobiec was on yesterday and he was saying, yo, Mastriano coming in, coming in hot, all the right trend lines. So let's have a look. Josh Shapiro who's the guy who's overseen the crime and the death and the destruction in Pennsylvania. He's always had a lead on Mastriano. They came in hard against Mastriano, who is a veteran, who is a patriot, who is himself an absolutely spectacular candidate, we think. Uh, However, the the gap has always been huge there uh, because Mastriano is, again, an underdog. But the trend lines, look at that, narrowing to six points. And what's the margin of error here? Pretty severe. And we are looking at a much closer race than they would ever dream of this this far into the election cycle. Again, 12 days away. Senate! Yo! Senate! Here we go! Fetterman, they're saying, is plus one, but this is the polling that's out of the, not out of the field after the debates, man. Fetterman, just an absolute, absolute brain dead. I mean, he's just not with us. We said it yesterday and we'll say it again. We are very disappointed in the people around John Fetterman. He's being used as a meat puppet by his wife and by the banality, the dark forces inside of the Democrat party who are utilizing this man who is in a broken state, who should be in a rehabilitation home and not inside the U.S. Senate, and they want to put one more corpse into the morgue that is Washington, D.C., so that they can essentially, uh, you know, give him the electric probe, put an electric probe in his brain that just makes him go, uh, or no, on whatever legislation they want, right? Just, in, in, just, just nonsensical grunting. But they're going to say it's a yes or a no based on what they want. This is what the cartel wants. This is what the cartel wants. They have it with Joe Biden. Just a just a brain dead dunce, a non-living dunce in the White House, like a, 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 a barely, a barely warm, like a 70 degree, like his body temperature is like 70 degrees, like a barely warm corpse that can just go uh, or uh, and that's what Joe Biden does every day. And they love that because then they, they can, they don't have to be the face, the corporate ESG DNC 
vertically integrated media conglomerate of the Democrat Party. They can just shove their agenda directly through a meat puppet and they can just get them to get their agenda through. They love people with non-functional brain stems. Now you're looking at Dr. Oz, who's going to absolutely zoom in the next polling round. He's going to zoom past Fetterman. And we're going to see uh, the essentially the, the reaction in Pennsylvania, which was this voter's reaction. The same thing is happening all across Pennsylvania. This voter uh, reacting to the just most painful debate that we've ever seen. And this is including Joe Biden speaking every single day, the most painful debate we've ever seen in American history. Last night's Dr. Oz Fetterman debate. Uh, this is how Pennsylvania voters reacted. Democrats, by the way. In my opinion, Oz won. I think Oz won for sure. I think um, Dr. Oz won. But Fetterman looked a little scary, sick. Ooh, Fetterman looked a little scary, sick. Boy, they're going to be sick when they lose in Georgia. In Georgia, for governor, the Kemp race has been run and has been won. Kemp is up almost seven points. This is the average. Kemp is up in some polls by double digits. In the Senate, Herschel Walker has some polls showing that he is in charge, large and in charge, that he is actually beating Warnock now. But the real clear politics average has Warnock essentially running in a total dead heat with Herschel Walker. They are scared as hell. Herschel Walker, Georgia football baby. Man, I'm telling you, it's connected. They're gonna, they're like he was a he was a rock star athlete inside the state of Georgia. People are gonna say, we want those days back. We want Georgia as national champions, and we no longer want to give Joe Biden any more power. The vote for Raphael Warnock is to give Joe Biden more power to destroy your life, to do the things that he is doing right now to hurt you. In Ohio, Mike DeWine, the Republican in Ohio. Some people have problems with him. Uh, I don't know him that well. Some people don't really like Mike DeWine that much, but whatever. A W is a W. And then you work through activism in order to get them to do what you want. So in Ohio, Mike DeWine up 18 points. Yo! It is absolute destruction in Ohio. In the Senate, J.D. Vance is romping up two points. J.D. Vance, of course, was never supposed to win in Ohio. Tim Ryan ran for president. Tim Ryan's a pretty, uh, you know, pretty known entity there in Ohio, and he is up by two points. In Wisconsin, you have a neck-and-neck neck race with the governor's office in Wisconsin. Evers, the communist and the socialist in Wisconsin, for, who is currently the governor, is running essentially neck and neck with Tim Michaels. And so you have, I mean, look at that, those trend lines. Boom. It's starting, ladies and gentlemen. And Ron Johnson in the Senate is up by three points. Up three points. Ron Johnson was supposed to be losing. Ron Johnson on average is up three points. And then look at that Mandela Barnes, who is a just, I mean, listen, dude, this is I mean, the best way to say this is he's just the dude version of AOC. This guy, is, this guy is so incredibly, incredibly radical. There's a tweet from him liking and thanking the Ayatollah. Back in 2016, the Ayatollah, yes, the, the bloodthirsty dictator of Iran who, you know, masks women. I, I, I guess if you're a Democrat, you're, you're totally for masking of women and all people. I, I, I suppose, actually, this is totally in line with Democrat Party policy. But... This guy is the bloodthirsty dictator 
of an Islamic state that is trying to develop a nuclear weapon in order to launch said nuke hypothetically uh, at their enemies in the midi. Who would those enemies be? Well, it would be America and American bases, and it would definitely be the nation of Israel. So this is a bloodthirsty anti-Semitic regime. And Mandela Barnes, the guy who's running for Senate in Wisconsin, is liking and thanking the Ayatollah for tweeting Black Lives Matter. This guy is complete scum. And the people of Wisconsin, you can see there, are rejecting him. He's going, whop. And Ron Johnson going, what up? Ron Johnson, one of the very few people who's actually gotten better after spending time in the Senate. I think he's been there for a couple of terms. He's actually getting better, not worse. We think Chuck Grassley is along the same lines. Normally, in D.C., in like good, nice pieces of meat, red pieces of meat, right? The nice beautiful uh, 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 porterhouse that you elect gets shoved into the meat grinder and then out the other end comes sludge, comes a Ben Sass, right? You like, like you come in, coming in hot, blood red, and then out the other end comes ground beef, comes like gray ground beef after they get into DC, the meat grinder of all value in politics. And Ladies and gentlemen, that has not happened to Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson has gotten better, one of the few who have, and he is romping now in that race up three points. In New Hampshire, Sununu is running for governor. He is destroying. That is uh, absolutely no shock to anyone. He is destroying by 13 points. This this guy's a coward, though. He should have run for Senate. I think he would be up on Maggie Hassan in Senate. Uh, by double digits, but he didn't decide to run for Senate, unfortunately. Uh, The man who did, however, not to uh, denigrate uh, General Bolduc, but General Bolduc is within striking distance. Look at the trend lines there, baby. Look at those trend lines. There you go. Getting it in and... Ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Empire State down to New York. You have the governor's race, the all-important governor's race uh, in New York. Kathy Huckle, human-rat hybrid Kathy Huckle, who has just descended the, you know, one of the most powerful and iconic states in America into third world horrors, just like they have done in California. Uh, This is, again, a... Uh, uh, an unelected. Uh, she got like elected because the uh, because the current governor, the actual elected governor, Andrew Cuomo, uh, couldn't keep it in his pants, couldn't keep it in his own mouth, um, was a pervy weirdo. This is the situation in New York. In New York, the uh, race is tightening, and it's because Lee Zeldin is taking it, taking it. To Kathy Huckle, human rat hybrid, planted a rat trap for her uh, in this debate and just destroyed. This debate was also on Tuesday night. There was too much content. We wanted to focus on Pennsylvania, but this debate deserves to be watched. Check it out. Yeah, of course. And unfortunately, Kathy Huckle believes that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature 
legislature should come back and they should overhaul Castle's bail and these other pro-criminal laws with zero tolerance. But they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me. And then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. Mm-hmm. This is my Kathy Hochul impression. This is like human rat hybrid stuff. It's disgusting. The uh, major thing that we wish that Lee Zeldin would have brought up is the fact that there was a mass shooting outside of his house. Hits close to home because there was a mass shooting outside of my house in Washington, D.C. So one of the things that led my wife and I, many things, led us to evacuate essentially Washington, D.C. There was a huge mass shooting. People got horribly injured. Of course, the house next to mine got burned down in a drug-related arson attack. It was just hell. And it is hell living inside of New York. Get out of the cities. Get out of the blue states. Or if you must stay, elect people like Lee Zeldin. Uh, Hochul said that she would like to do mask mandates all over again for your children. Get ready. This is the this is the closing argument for the left. Take it away, Kathy Hochul. You've been an election denier, a climate change denier. You and Donald Trump were the masterful COVID deniers. We are dealing with a real crisis. And the more people get vaccinated, get those shots in arms. And I would do it all over again when I did last year, that mandate for health care workers. Great. So that's the that's actually beautiful. That's the line for Democrats heading into 2022. I would do it all over again. <laughs> that's the line. OK, that's it. You like the last two years? Get ready, baby. You're you're ready for dose number two. Get sit down, roll up your sleeve. Here comes your booster of communism. This is what the Democrats are promising. We'll do it all over again. That's the that's the that's the end plea. People are like Bannon and and Posobiec are like, yo, there's no Democrat messaging going into 2022. Wrong. The Democrat messaging going into 22 is I'll do it all over again. It's coming for you. And we're going to do it again. You didn't like masking. You didn't like the lockdowns. Get ready. You don't like 8% inflation. Try 16% inflation. Get ready when we don't have any more strategic petroleum reserve to release. You don't like war with Ukraine. You don't want to attack. You know, America looks a lot like some of the bombed out regions of Ukraine. You ever been to Baltimore? You gone to downtown LA? Holy smokes, man. Like these, these places look like war zones. But of course, we're spending billions not to improve Americans' lives, but to improve the lives of Ukrainians. We're spending billions not to protect American borders. We're spending billions to protect Ukrainian borders. How you like that? You want more of it? We'll do it again. That's the, that's the Democrat messaging going into 2022. Vote accordingly. And it looks like even your boy Don is getting a bump here. Donald Trump leads in Pennsylvania in 2024. Hypothetical matchup. With Joe Biden, Donald Trump romping along with the Republicans. Donald Trump, to his credit, just released a ton of different um, places where he's going to he's going to like barnstorm over the next week. Donald Trump's going to be doing an event every single night. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be at one of them and we'll tell you which uh, very soon. We'll be in Miami, uh, I think, on November 6th. We're going to go to that one. It's going to be awesome. So in Pennsylvania, Donald Trump versus Biden. If the 2024 presidential election was held today, the main candidates were President Trump and Joe Biden. Who'd you vote for? All voters. Joe Biden, 41%. Donald Trump, 47%. That is um, destructive, even in a state like Pennsylvania, where you have a lot of tomfoolery going on uh, uh, with the uh, like with the unlimited mail-in ballots and all the stupid stuff that they are that they do in Pennsylvania. All the like all the stuff that makes elections less secure. We want secure, real elections. 
We're big boys. We're adults. We can handle being beaten. Seriously. You can handle being beaten. We can handle it. All right? That's just, the, that, them's the breaks, okay? As my grandfather used to say, them's the breaks, okay? But what you should have is a fair process where everyone agrees and is like, okay, that's what happened. Not 30 years of Hillary Clinton saying that 2016 was stolen from her, which she has done. So, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the state of Georgia. Now, we've already shown you the real clear politics average there in Georgia, but we want to break out one specific poll and say that Herschel Walker is claiming his largest lead yet in a very important poll done by the More Information Group in the Senate race in Georgia, Warnock. Walker now leads Warnock by 46 to 42, a four point break. Yo, this is pretty huge here in the state of Georgia because Raphael Warnock, of course, was the 50th vote for Joe Biden. Raphael Warnock, so when the vice president then can vote as a tiebreaker, that gives Democrats control of the Senate. This is, of course, catastrophic and has led to all of the evils that has happened. The uh, capacity for Democrats to control both chambers has led to every evil that has happened over the last two years. Don't like the way things are going? Flip the Senate. And then force your senators to vote out Mitch McConnell from leadership. That's the way to do it. Wednesday's poll represents the greatest lead ever that Herschel Walker's had over Warnock since early April when an Emerson poll revealed that Warnock was leading by four points. Since the spring, the race has tightened with Warnock leading by as much as seven points. But the race has reached its final stretch. The poll swung back in Walker's favor. A Trafalgar poll, which is deeply accurate, Trafalgar's, Trafalgar is our, our favorite pollster, found that Warnock is leading by two points. So, yo, I think it's happening. It's happening. Biden's popularity crashes down to 39% as president stays behind closed doors to fundraise for Democrats. Joe Biden ain't on the trail. Joe Biden is not on the trail. Joe Biden is relegated essentially to shuffling around the White House in a mustard stained, smelly bathrobe uh, and uh, trying as hard as he can to sniff uh, the kids when he tells them that there is a, a Warther's original rolling around in his pocket and they can get in there and, and try and find it. President Biden approval crashes to 39%. Wow. You want to know why Joe Biden is not allowed on the trail? This is why. Because Joe Biden's about as popular on the trail as ass cancer. Reuters Ipsos poll found that 55% disapprove of the job the president is doing. Wow. Biden's numbers are historically low. Democrats are worried that it will hurt their chances. Oh, you think? His events have been smaller audiences, and he's had fundraisers uh, behind closed doors where he also leaks just stupid comments, man. I'll tell you what. And the latest Politico morning consult poll also had 55% disapproval rating of Biden. This, uh, it is those voters who will decide next control of Congress. Not good. The poll found 85% of the people who strongly disapprove of Biden <laughs> said they'll vote for Republican candidates. Yo, Biden mimics reporter shouting questions, declines to answer after midterm election loom. This is what, this is what bitter, sad, venal old men uh, have uh, to do when they get rejected by their own party. Joe Biden is being rejected by his own party right now and is now uh, relegated to 
uh, dementia patient status inside of the White House uh, doing like creepy old like you ever walk through a, a nursing home and you see some of these like beleaguered old men who are just like sitting in the corner mumbling themselves. This is what Joe Biden has been uh, relegated to in the White House. Check it out. The world at large. Thank you very much. Thank you. So we actually zoomed that in. I wanted we wanted you to actually see what we saw when you uh, watched that clip. You could see Joe Biden again, like wheelchair in the corner, applesauce dribbling from his mouth, mocking the reporters. Watch. The warm applesauce dribbling down the face. Yeah, that's right. Joe Biden, why is no one asking your ass out on the trail to help him out? Huh? Answer me that. Why do no Democrats want you to campaign with literally no one? Why are you sitting at the White House in a pile of dandruff with a full with a with full depends asking Jill for a diaper change and, why, and not out on the campaign barnstorming? Donald Trump's going to do like an event uh, every single week. ALS, can we get that, by the way, up? Um, can we get his sort of like uh, list up of all the events he's going to be doing? It's going to be awesome. Biden smiled in apparent amusement at members of the Daily Press as they shouted question. Of course, he wouldn't answer them because Joe Biden's a a cretinous coward. Biden's Senate race panic. Four states are now dangerously tight with Republicans as Dem money pours in to try and save them. It won't won't save them. Not all the TV ads in the world are going to save what people can see with reality. You can't buy people's votes. Well, I mean, of course, (laughs) you could illegally buy people's votes. And it's not like Democrats don't try and do that. But you can't do it through advertising when people are paying five bucks a gallon for gas. You can't do it when people's grocery bills have tripled. It just doesn't work. Democrats are nervously eyeing several key Senate races across the country. Once positive outlook for their chances of keeping the chamber hangs on the knife's edge. Election forecasts have long showed Republicans likely winning the House, but not hopeful for keeping the Senate. The current 50-50 split with, uh, with Kamala operating as Democrats majority tiebreaker uh, is now, now the Democrats are in a fight for their lives. Tightening GOP races combined with polls suggests 11th hour boost in GOP voter enthusiasm. Yo, Democrat incumbents in Washington, Nevada, New Hampshire are fighting in competitive battles to keep their seats in Pennsylvania. Democrat John Fetterman's clumsy debate performance Tuesday night showed he's very much grappling with the lingering effects of a stroke. Democrats are in total panic. Now, we haven't talked a lot about uh, the state of Washington, which is wild, but it shows that the Republican is actually leading, leading in Washington in some polls. Yo. So Washington state, you're talking about like Seattle, like far less, far left liberal land way out there. You have Republicans within striking distance. This is where all of the power is coming. This is where all of the energy is coming from. And we are doing it at peaking at just the right time. Okay, just the right time. Just in time for people like rapper Ice Cube to say black Americans haven't gained anything for voting Democrats for decades. Ice Cube straight up call it like it is. As the midterms draw closer, rapper Ice Cube saying that black people have just not gained anything by voting in a total consistent block, plus 98% for Democrats uh, over the last many decades. Ice Cube sat down with a journalist, Graham Bessinger, last year for a conversation uh, about uh, Black America and racial justice. They haven't done anything to act on it. I've had conversations 
with an assistant to the president, but no one talks to the president. No other movement, he said. We're still working through. When asked about the blowback he received from meeting with President Donald Trump, Ice Cube says people assume black people are unconditionally loyal to Democrats. I just think people don't understand exactly where I am coming from. And people are really used to seeing black people go to one side, the Democrat Party. We've been doing that for a long time, and we haven't really gained as much as we should. I believe it's important to engage with both sides. Way to go, Ice Cube. Base. Check it out. The Biden administration agreed with 85 percent of what you had in there. Um, What didn't they agree with? I guess 85 percent because they didn't. I still haven't spoken to them Uh. about it. So, you know, they haven't done anything to act on it. You know, I've had a a one or two one conversation with uh, an assistant to the president, but no talk with the president um, and you know, no, no other movements. Yep. Okay. Well, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about taking back culture. There's going to come a point where all of the propaganda will just blow away like an empty candy wrapper. There's going to come a point. And now the propaganda is being (laughs) utterly uh, on life support as Elon Musk takes over Twitter. Yesterday, Elon Musk arrived at Twitter headquarters and hundreds of employees leave Twitter for jobs all across Silicon Valley. So the purge has already started, the self-purge, I suppose. Elon entered Twitter headquarters with a sink saying, I'm now Twitter CEO. Let that sink in. Check it out. As we said last night, Elon Musk is a madman and a total legend, and we are deeply, deeply in favor of starting the crusade to bring back ALX. We will say it on every show. We will declare it from the rooftops. We will sing it as we march through the mountain to victory. Ladies and gentlemen, flying the banner high, bring back ALX. Elon Musk walked into Twitter, salty, salty Twitter libs were attacking him on social media. He seemed like a totally cool dude, by the way. He was drinking wine from their weird like little wine fountain that they have uh, at Twitter headquarters. There's this clip of what life is like at Twitter headquarters. Man, you can see exactly why this company needs to be cut down to the bone, these spoiled, pretentious libs. They have um, like chai tea machines and meditation rooms and yogi rooms and all this crap. So a uh, wonderful story here. Hundreds of employees leave Twitter for jobs across Silicon Valley, Meta and Google and so on as the must deal approaches. Several hundred employees have left the media giant in 2022, 530 leaving in the last three months. Good riddance. Elon Musk uh, changed his Twitter bio to Chief Twit and Elon Musk is ready, ladies and gentlemen, to bring free speech back. We'll say it again. We said it on last night's live and we'll say it again. The reason why this is important, the reason we talk about it is not for clout. We don't need you to come follow us on Twitter, even though thousands of people follow every single day now that all the algorithms have stopped strangling us. Uh, And we are well on our way to a million followers on Twitter and we're very excited about it. We think that we'll get there without the algorithm censoring us. And we are very, very... uh, very, we, we are proud of our strong Twitter game and huge shout outs to ALX and Danny who keep all of our content fresh and our breaking news fresh. They are producers of this show and they are part of the ecosystem that you're building, of course, by subscribing to our podcast, by sharing this show and by watching this show. And so we, of course, thank you, the viewers. We love all of you. Uh, and we 
care so much about you. That's why we'll always do the show for free. We'll never put up paywalls. We'll never be asking you for money. Um, we're not going to be doing that kind of crap. Uh, we want to do the show for free and we want to broadcast it for free every single day uh, because you deserve the truth and you also deserve to be entertained while we talk you through things like the polls today and bring you all of the information and data. And all we ask, please subscribe. Please subscribe. This is how you can help us out for free and how you can keep us going. This supports us and what we do on this program. And so thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason we talk about Twitter is certainly not for clout, certainly not to like boost, you know, our account or to make us sound cool or hip or that we like know things. No, 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 no. The reason we talk about Twitter is because Twitter is used as a DNC apparatchik to de-boost Republicans, to fake narratives, to trend things that aren't actually trending. It is a ghost world on Twitter, meaning that everything is fake. It's clown world. They use it as a Trojan horse to seem like they are bigger or stronger than they actually are as a big uh, fake metaphor for the left and to make the left seem like it is ascendant and winning when it's actually being destroyed. We are actually destroying the Democrat Party. Brick by brick across this nation. And so Twitter is used to artificially prop up leftist ideas, leftist hashtags, leftist accounts. Why is it indeed that uh, that uh, Barack Hussein Obama, why is it that he lost like 400,000, 500,000 followers the moment this Elon deal was announced? What, what pray tell would that be? Is that people leaving Twitter? Hell no. That's fake accounts that they allow to follow his account. Or maybe they just create fake followers out of nothing, out of thin air. I think Elon Musk will find out how many of the accounts are real, how many of your leftist heroes are actually followed by this many people, and how many people want Donald Trump to come back to the platform. I think a lot. And the agenda is being broken. Far be it for us to uh, compliment Jon Stewart on anything. Jon Stewart is a sad, bitter, old freak. Uh, he's a sad, bitter old leftist uh, who's begging for relevancy. But a broke clock is right twice a day. And so, ladies and gentlemen, John Stewart is saying, uh, yo, we should be bringing in Hunter Biden on corruption charges. This is crazy. Final story today from Breitbart.com. Comedian John Stewart admitted that Hunter Biden's board position on the Ukrainian gas company is corruption straight up. His belated admission comes two years after the mainstream media sought to bury the Hunter Biden scandal in an effort to protect Joe Biden and carry his water for the 2020 election. Uh, Stewart said, let's say it was real and people just thought, well, that's one thing. Maybe it's 10% for the big guy, which is circumstantial at best. But as far as it looks like Hunter Biden being the board of, that's just corruption straight up off the bat. That's corruption. During the conversation, Stewart argued uh, Hunter Biden's business ties with Ukraine represent a major ethical lapse. So if brain-dead lizard people like Jon Stewart are able to understand this, then why isn't the rest of our corporate media? What Jon Stewart is is a canary in the coal mine. We don't believe that Jon Stewart at all has any type of like authentic care about this issue. We believe that Jon Stewart is being used as a propagandist to show you exactly what's coming. And we've been talking about this for a while. What's coming is the destruction of the Biden family. Trust me, they are going to turn on him. After Democrats lose, they're going to see exactly how rotted this old corpse is uh, in the White House and how bad he is for business, for the corporate Democrats, and they are going to savage him. It is going to be the, like, 
listen, guys, it's going to be Arm- like like Armageddon. It's going to be the end for the Biden family. They are suddenly going to unleash the hounds on the guy. And it is going to be the most painful thing you've ever seen because they're going to they're going to like eradicate. They're going to do their own chemotherapy, right? Like what we're doing in the Republican Party. They're going to do their own chemotherapy and get Joe Biden out and dispatch any illusions from Joe Biden's brain that he's going to run in 2024 against Donald Trump. Because Joe Biden can't even hit the trail for his own candidates in the midterms. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is doing this. Uh, here is the uh, Donald Trump. Here's the Donald Trump schedule for the next couple of days. Uh, we have a Sioux City, Iowa rally. Interesting there. Uh, a uh, Pennsylvania rally. Good. Mich- uh, Miami rally and Dayton, Ohio. It's going to be wild. We are going to be at the Miami rally. We are going to be going around making content. So if you're in Florida, shout us out. It's going to be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why they can't allow Biden to run again, because Donald Trump is raring and ready to go. And Joe Biden is not able to leave the White House. Joe Biden is just trapped in a wheelchair, mumbling at the wall about the the old talkies and playing baseball with Babe Ruth and chewing bubblegum. Yeah, that's right. Joe Biden's going to get chewed and spit out by this Democrat regime. It's going to be one of the most painful things you ever see, but it's going to be just desserts. This is what happens when you get in league with the Satanist cabal uh, that is trying to run the world. And you essentially like tell them that you will do anything for power. These vicious, evil people, they take advantage of the mentally impaired like John Fetterman and Joe Biden. They take advantage of the meat puppets. They want American democracy to fail, and we are going to destroy them. It's going to be awesome. 2022, uh, 12 days away. Now, we are going to win. We win on this program every day because we have our priorities right. God, family, country. We win on this program every day because we're free men and free women, and we will not stop. We are going to save this country because we have kids. We have families. We have something to live for and fight for. The leftists have nothing. They are empty vessels. And you can see it in their behavior. You can see it as they throw soup on paintings and tape themselves to wall, glue themselves to the road. These people are just sad, atheistic, black hole, nihilists, and narcissists. And you don't want a country run by those people. So we're going to change that. It's going to be glorious. And we'll be here to cover it all. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show.